anatomy of a classic dealership contract ambush. That's next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands of their next new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. I want to talk to you today about a fairly classic problem and some A-grade evidence as well here about the way dealers just... They're such ambush predators, okay? They want you on the X because that's how ambushes work. You stand on the X, you get shot in the face. So, good safety tip, don't stand on the X, meaning do not get walked around by the dealer strategically and positioned for an ambush. Do your own thing. Make sure that what you agree to is what you really want. That's the substance of this conversation today. And it revolves around the following email, autobiographical email, I'd suggest, gone with the wind email. You can tell a few things straight away just by looking at an email like this without reading a single word, okay? I get heaps of emails like this. They're multiple pages long, some of them. And when you're looking at an email like that, you know, you can tell that it's powerfully emotionally motivated, right? And it's not a positive emotion. It's one of those negative emotions, usually fear or loathing or anger or disgust, because frankly, as a species, we are far more motivated by that kind of thing than we are by the happy, uplifting side of life, right? A happy, uplifting email is typically about that long, I suggest. Not the bottom bit, just the bit above the finger there. That's, I'm really pleased with this. They did a great job. You did a great job. I loved your video, blah, blah, blah. Emails starting with, you fucking bastard, tend to be more or less like this. This is not a you fucking bastard one, though, which is quite nice. It's from a, a reasonably nice lady named Beck Peterson. Quite nice lady named Beck Peterson. I, I wish she'd cut me a break here because it is fairly difficult to wade through an email such as this. However, once you've got it and you digest it, Here's what the basic problem is, okay? Beck and her husband go to a dealership. They've decided more or less that they want a Kia Rio GT line, okay? Reasonably nice car, reasonably affordable. What could possibly go wrong? And the answer is you're dealing with a friggin' car dealer. So everything I'd suggest, and you've got to guard against this, okay? And there's two operational aspects to dealing with car dealers that you've really got to get together in your head. There is what is said and what goes on the contract, and they're completely different things. And what is said, just every time when the lips are moving and air is coming out of a car dealer, just just take what is offered to you like that. You're getting it like this, coming out like that. Just take it and put it in the friggin' bin and don't even pass it through the grey matter. Don't even interpret what it means because it's more than likely just coercive or persuasive in nature. So you want a car car dealer wants to sell you one. And fundamentally, you've got to go, well, we're on the same page. And I'd say, oh, friggin' contraire, you are not. The basic problem here, right, is that the car dealer wants to stitch you up now and he will do and say anything to stitch you up. And by stitch you up, I mean, his objective is really simple. He wants a deposit out of you and a signature on the contract. 
and then you are locked away. You can't walk out the door and go to some dealership, you know, down the road there and just spend money elsewhere because you're locked in and that's his mission. That's the training program to be a car salesman. Someone comes in the door, they're a target. Do not let them leave until they've stood on the X and been shot in the head. That's how this works. And maybe you're lucky. Maybe you've got the only decent car salesman on earth sitting across from you, okay? But you've still got to guard against this risk because life is risk management. This is a salient risk. I'd suggest you are an absolute mug if you don't deal with it. So here's how you deal with it, okay? Here's what's happened in Beck's case. She said, we want a silver GT line Rio. Car salesman said, yeah, no problem. We can get you one of them in ah oh, two, three, maybe as much as four weeks, but no longer than that. Put a thousand bucks down, sign here, I'll fill out the contract, blah, blah, blah. It's all good. The words in the bin, okay? Because the contract says delivery in 10 weeks, in 10 weeks. That's not two, three or four, that's 10. And it's on the paper. It's written down there, okay? It's not like, oh, we had this conversation and you said two, three or four. When push comes to shove, they're gonna go, 10 weeks, baby. Plus, there's a clause in the contract that says 10 weeks plus 30 days in case there's a problem. And then the contract is terminated, but that's 14 friggin' weeks down the track. It might as well be until the heat death of the universe if you want that car now, right? So this is a salient problem. And you find out after you've paid the deposit and after you've signed on the dotted line and after the contract says, and if you just pull out because you don't like us anymore or for some other dodgy reason, you'll be up for another 10% which they may or may not pursue you for down the track if you pull out of the deal. So I'd suggest to you that it's very easy to be in this position when you're buying a car to get railroaded into it. We want this. It's got to be a silver GT line. And yeah, 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 we can get you one. That's fine. Just sign here and give us your credit card. It's all good. That's like being led around by the nose to the X and the snipers are there with intersecting fields of frigging fire and you don't want that. So you've got to be really careful about the contract and only agree to terms that you're happy with. If you're happy with the deal taking place as far down the track as 14 frigging weeks, then okay, fantastic, like sign here. But if you're not, and the salesman says, oh, this is just in case it's in the remote possibility that it's got to be a factory order and, you know, that might take some time. So we'll put it there as 10 weeks. But really, I, I think it's quite likely to be two, three or four. If you're not happy with it being 10, you say, mate, it's got to be four weeks. If it's not four weeks, not signing on the dotted line. People really should not enter into contracts unless they are happy with every term is what I'm saying. And the other thing I note in Beck's email here is, and this is typically a chick thing, but I'm trying not to be a fundamentally sexist prick, okay? Women tend to talk about the way they feel. I note this a lot, you know, I'm unhappy with that and I'm angry with this. And I'd have to suggest that contracts and negotiations with dealers cannot be viewed through the prism of your emotion. Your emotion is making you write me an email that's like, 
gone with the friggin' wind. I get that. I get that you're angry. But when you front up at a dealership and you say, well, I'm angry because this is going to take so long. How much care factor do you really think a car salesman or the dealer principal or the general manager of sales, whatever, how much care factor do you think that dude is going to muster up on behalf of you? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. You're upset. That's awful. Let us make this right by altering the contract. I mean, it's Alice in Wonderland stuff. It just doesn't happen. It's very rare for anyone, in my experience, to give a shit how you feel about anything. You know, people in relationships with you, salient relationships, parents, significant others, children, whatever, they can be shamed, I guess, into faking it up and saying, oh, yes, well, we really care. Sorry, I made you angry. But deep down at our cause, I think there's very little care factor for the emotions of others. And certainly, if you are searching for this in a car dealership after you've signed on the dotted line and paid your deposit and therefore lost all leverage, if you're searching for emotional care factor in this situation, then I'd suggest that you're barking up the wrong tree. So what you do is you don't sign and you don't pay a deposit until you are absolutely ready to proceed. And then you make friggin' well sure that every clause that you are agreeing to in the contract absolutely suits you as it is written down and not as it is persuasively explained to you by some salesman. Because they can be rather persuasive. They can be pushy persuasive. They can be charming persuasive. In some senses, you know, they are rat cunning because they can look at you and assess by virtue of what you say and how you act, the kinds of levers that are going to work on you. And they are very happy to deploy them because the mission is signature, deposit, loss of leverage, Next, that's how this works. I don't want you to write me war and peace such as Beck's missive here. I really don't. I don't want to have to read it. I don't want you to feel as if you have to write it. I don't want you to be wound up like this and stand on the X and find yourself in this position with, you know, intersecting fields of fire through your head. It's undignified and it's so simple. You just do this. Look up at the clock on the wall in the friggin' dealership, okay? It is bullshit o'clock in these places. Anything that is said to you in these places is likely to be bullshit. It's not necessarily bullshit, but that's a salient risk. So that's the first thing that you really must get across the line. And the second thing is you're in charge. You want the car he wants to sell it to you, but you've got the money, okay? So the golden rules. You've got the gold, you make the rules. If you're not happy, just say no until they change it to the point where you're prepared to accept every term and every condition in that contract. If you're shopping for a car this weekend, do not be manoeuvred on the chessboard. The X is right there. They're really good at nudging you around, but you should seize the power that you intrinsically have in this situation. You've got the money, you've got the power, you make the rules, don't get nudged around. This is the single most important piece of advice I can give you if you are shopping for a car at any time in the foreseeable future. Thank you very much for watching.